0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Thursday to you. It's Thursday, April the 29th. The 76ers just destroyed the Atlanta Hawks last night. But it was one of those things, y'all, where you kind of knew it was coming. I mean, you 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 did. Like, I mean, when this game was scheduled originally, you said to yourself, this is going to be a great game, matchup for the Sixers. I shouldn't say schedule originally. I, I, let me say when a couple weeks ago, you're like, yeah, this is going to be a great matchup. We're going to see what Trey Young can do to the Sixers, the Philly Cats, Cam Reddish, you know, DeAndre Hunter. Like, that, that, that they're all going to be able to come back home, and, and we're going to see these guys, you know what I mean, play against Play against the Sixers, right? Mm. No. The Hawks had six guys who was hurt. Six. Six. And the Sixers just steamrolled them, 127-83. to 83. Sixers, hey, this first step, they took and clinched a playoff spot, which we all expected, right? We all expected that to happen. We knew it was going to happen. So what's going to happen today is I'm going to dissect that victory, right? Yes, I'm going to dissect that 127-83 to 83 victory where the Sixers held a 46-point lead at one point in the first segment. Second segment, we're going to talk a little bit about more about Maltese Thibel's defense. Whew, this brother's been balling on the defensive end. And thirdly, you know how we do things that come to head, come to my mind. We're just going to talk about that, right? Before we get everything started, I just want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our locked on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Listen to the, you know what I mean? So, you know, do that, do that. Do that. Now listen, let's get started. So as I said, I talked about beforehand, this score was one, I'm going to say it again, 127 to 83. The Sixers were up 37 to 17 after the first quarter, right? From that point, you can argue that they played somewhat even basketball in the second quarter and the third quarter. And then the Sixers just went away from them in the fourth. Like, outscored them 34 to 20, right? But let me tell you. This was like nothing. I mean, it was. It was nothing. It was like Joel Embiid. Okay, Joe, do you want to practice on a couple things? Clint Capella is a pretty good defender, but... It's funny how Joel Embiid just how has improved and and it got better and and this like that. For it was a time where a guy like Clint, his athleticism a little bit, would, would not really, you know, he, he was he was a little athletic, so he could do certain things to Joe. Not anymore. I mean, Joel Embiid had 17 points. He shot the ball seven for 16 times. You know, he made had seven rebounds. He had three blocks and one steal. Right. Then you go to Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris, you know, this guy has 17 points, seven rebounds, six assists, right, one block. Then you go to you go to you go to um, you go to Seth Curry. You know, Seth Curry Seth Curry had twenty points. He made uh four seven threes. He was eight for eight for twelve from the field. Ben Simmons had eight points, six assists, four rebounds, two steals. But, you know, Matisse Seibel, he was a primary defender when um, Gallinari came in. And Gallinari only had four points, one for nine shooting. Matisse did a heck of a job on him, right? Um, Maxie had another double-digit game. He had 11 points on five for six shooting. Um, to assists. You know, it's it, it's like the Sixers are are doing it, man. But, 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 what can we really take out of this game? I mean, honestly, you, this game was just like the equivalent of them playing Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, someone brought that up to me right before the game, saying, "Yo, this this is going to be just like that." And I was thinking when he said that, I was thinking. I don't know, man. I don't know. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, man, you got a point. And it was. I mean, you didn't get anything out of this. The Sixers are good. Now, here's the one thing that's good for the Sixers. They were able to rest up players. They were able to do what they can. They worked on a couple things. But everybody left healthy. Right? Now, Embiid did have some blood. Paul Reed did have, like, um... Some stuff on his face. I think he got, like, uh, cut on his face. He he stayed in the game. Um, But, you know, outside of that, you know, for the rotation players, it's good. Like, it's funny. George Hill took a spill. He got hacked up. Hacked up. Doc Rivers, like, came and got the hook on him right then and there. So, you know, it was one of those things. Let's just get in here and get out. Now, the big question is, what is it going to be like in the rematch? You know? Atlanta Hawks. They gonna is Trey Young gonna play? I think there's a chance, and if he does play, is I mean, like, is there gonna be that much of a difference? I mean, you would assume it would be. I mean, you would assume it can't be as bad as it was, right? So if, when Trey Young comes back, if he comes back, you know, you 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 expect that um, it won't be this type of. Uh, lopsided affair. Um, I mean, the Sixers do need to be tested. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure they want to get these wins because it's important for them to get this number one seed. It's really important for them to get this number one seed. Now... We, we talk about number one C's, we talk about all types of stuff, we talk about you, you, if you want your car to get fixed, all that stuff. We talk about everything on this podcast, right? We talk about, and when and, and cars, cars isn't fixed, you know, we're talking about advertising. And with that is, I got to talk about rockauto.com. You understand? Mm-hmm. See, rockauto.com is a family business serving all those parts customers online for 20 years. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts, right? Why do that? Why? Rockauto.com, um, that's the place to go, and you need to go to it right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selections, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, I mean ever, need. You know, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to or subscribe to podcasts at now. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers and the same thing for Instagram Pompeii on Sixers You can also read my articles in the Philadelphia Inquirer in addition to being the host of this podcast I am the Philadelphia Inquirer 76ers beat writer and this podcast is the only I mean only podcast that comes to you five days a week covering the Sixers right? So that's the deal. Now, talk about Matisse side. Now, Matisse has been balling, y'all, the last couple of days. It gets to a point where I find myself saying, am I being repetitive? I mean, each week you can always go to Matisse for being a defensive player of the year and like the best and worst, but, um, not year, defensive player of the game for the best and worst awards, right? You know, each game you can always write an article about oh Matisse shut down another player. Right? Now I'm here to tell you, when it comes down to defense, I get it. I get it. I know everybody's hyping Ben Simmons up as a defensive player of the year. But I believe if Matisse Seibel played just as many minutes, he would be the front runner. Seriously, I think that the fact that he doesn't play a lot of minutes is going to jip him. And what I mean by that is jip him for, like, maybe first team or defense. Because, like, a lot of times it comes down to reputation, right? It comes down to hype. And you get hype based on playing, playing minutes. Now, I think players around the league know who he is. But let's face it, the players don't vote. It's the media. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to vote Matisse Dybulb. All defense, right? First team. But that doesn't mean he's going to get it because why? Some people around the league don't know who he is. Now, the difference between offensive awards, is like you just go in a stat sheet and you say, some of them, okay, this guy's averaging 30 points. Mm, okay, let me make him all NBA. Mm, this guy is doing that. Mm, make him MVP. Well, a lot of people don't look. The now, they may say, okay, he has X amount of steals. But are they going to look at Matisse and they see him down the list and be like, hmm, but he only plays X amount of minutes? No, nah, they're not going to do that. They're not. They're not going to take the time. And I think that's the hard part about it. Everyone on this team knows what a great defender is. he is. Everyone knows um, who plays against him. But I think that his lack of minutes is going to hurt him when it comes down to this award because of media. And I think that that's injustice. I mean, Matisse is balling, y'all. And I keep telling everyone, like, if Daryl Morey would have had his way and, and traded him early on, let's keep it real. They were, they were going to trade him. They were going to trade him for James Harden. If he would have had his way, now, they would have been excited about James Harden. Yes, they would have been excited about James Harden. But Matisse Thibault is going to be the, cert, the type of player that you would have regretted that you he was the guy that was lumped in in that deal. Because when I look at Jeremy Grant, a guy who the 76ers let get uh, get away. They said he was raw. They said he wasn't ready. Oh, his offensive game wasn't there. Now, defensively, he was a beast. But they said his offensive game wasn't there. I look at him now. When they waved Christian Wood, and they're like, well... You know, is he? He'll be a backup here. He'll be this. He'll be that. Look at him now, right? So my thing is, you don't want to get rid of Matisse, like you don't, because Matisse, wherever Matisse goes, he's going to be balling. You know, he's going to be balling. Now, the good thing about Matisse is is also the unfortunate thing. He now knows what the NBA business is like. <laughs> you know you could be a great guy but you can also be on a trade bait so but i'm telling you his defense is on par with anybody out there seriously he's fun to watch i mean there's always a, a player to a game where people are like wow wow i mean it happens it happens often often this guy is a quality player and uh, i'm telling you if he played more minutes He would be the candidate, one of the strong candidates for defensive player of the year. You know what you guys need to do. You guys need to go to BetOnline. AJ, you want to know why? Because BetOnline has the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL Draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back. And the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Actually, the NFL Draft with the first round starts tonight. Get all the latest eyes and info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and your UFC MMA action. I couldn't get it out. Couldn't get it out. Before the next pitch is over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign up for bonuses and contact information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as the teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online your online sports book expert use the promo locked on and do it today people you know I don't know why I'm so amped up today but I am I am I mean I think what y'all need to do is though I honestly think uh I honestly think that uh, y'all need to subscribe to this podcast. You need to go to anywhere you can download or subscribe to a podcast at and do it today. Real rap. You need to. Now, here's something. Like, this morning, I, I noticed that uh, they came out with the seedings, right? Well, not really the seedings, but if the playoffs will start today. So, here we go. So, if the playoffs will start today, of course, Brooklyn would have the number one seed. And they would, have, they would play the eighth seed, whoever is the eighth seed after the playing game. Number four would be, uh, let me let me go through. Num- number two would be the Sixers. And the Sixers would play the seventh seed. Now, right now, this is how this goes. So, the seventh seed right now is the Miami Heat. The number eight seed is the Charlotte Hornets. Whoever wins that game would play the Sixers in the first round if the playoffs started today, right? Whatever. They would play the Sixers. And then the loser would play um, the winner of the 9-10 seed game play-in, which is uh, the Washington Wizards and the Indiana Pacers. Now, this is start again. And the winner of that second play-in game, you know, between 9-8, and a 9-10 winner and the 7-8 loser will play the Nets, right? Well, then the third seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. They will play the Boston Celtics. The fourth seed would be the New York Knicks, who would play the Atlanta Hawks. Now, I'm here to tell you, the Sixers got to get that number one seed. The Beatleafs feel happy about it. Now, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't really like that matchup with them for Miami. Now, of course, who's going to stop Joel? I get that. But I'm telling you, whenever you go up against Jimmy Butler for the Sixers, I'm concerned if I'm a Sixer. I mean, because, you know, he's going to come after them. And then you look at that team. They got a veteran team. They got great defenders. They play with grit. That number one seed is important. Now, Doc Rivers said last night that he never really talked about it. He never stressed it. They know it's important. They know it's extremely important. They got to get that number one seed now. I'm telling you. Because, you know, now who knows? Maybe they will come out. But I can't see them getting past the Milwaukee Bucks or the Brooklyn Nets in the second round. The first round is going to be tough for them with that number two seed. And can you imagine if they lose in the first round? Can you imagine that? Come on, man. After being first in this league, in the east for most of the season, down there in second, and then they go out and lose in the first. Nah, you can't do that. You gotta you gotta you gotta bring it together. You have to play. You have to play. So, um but it's tough, man, because you know, like I know my, my coworker Mark Narducci keeps talking about how easy their schedule is down the stretch, and you know, these last two games have been extremely easy. I mean, extremely easy. However, I'm looking at a lot of these games, and there's some games. Look at Boston. Boston thought they could rest players and play the OKC Thunder, and guys trash. You know what I mean? You, come on, you you don't know. You know? Look look at look at look at the Hawks. They beat Milwaukee, and then the next night they go out there and get beaten, defeated by Detroit. So you can't go by how easy a schedule is. But what I'm telling you is, Sixers got to do whatever they can to get that number one seed. Seriously, real right. I want to thank y'all for listening and have a blessed, blessed, blessed day. Peace.